ladies and gentlemen, hockey is here. Randomly. I, I, it, it's a miracle. And we're back. Didn't the Bruins just lose to Carolina like a week ago? Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was actually six days. Get it right. Um, six and a half. Yeah, I remember Pasternak scoring that late, that late goal, thinking, yep, of okay, course they're going to do it and make it a one-goal game, because why not? Um, yeah, hockey's here. Um, you were you were mentioning literally a minute before I hit the record button that, like, yeah, football, you know, you have so many weeks of training camp, everyone's on the field, ramping up into everything. And meanwhile, for the Bruins, there was literally like two days of them actually being on the ice officially for training camp. And then, yeah, they just played a preseason game yesterday. <laughs> hey, I'm not complaining, but <laughs> I did. I honestly forgot that they even had the game yesterday <laughs> and I saw a tweet. Oh, it's game day. And I'm like, Wait, what? It is. Yeah, what? like. It, it feels so abnormally early for preseason you know like i've it like the bruins preseason schedule specifically feels really like spread out i feel like it's normally just all condensed within like a week and a half two weeks but meanwhile you're starting starting preseason yesterday which was the 24th then the bruins last preseason game is like uh the 8th which it's like two weeks you got five uh no six games in there they're like really oddly spread out um but hey uh, it's it's hockey it's yeah it's hockey i i can't complain um <laughs> now you didn't you didn't watch uh nope the preseason game last night which like you know what fair i i, I admittedly to, I couldn't find a stream oh yeah and then I didn't really put much effort into finding one once the one place that I usually go to didn't have it. I was like, okay, all right. The, 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 one, the one legal place, you mean, of course. Yeah, totally legal. I don't get NHL Network or Nesson because I don't live in... Oh, yeah. Well, I don't live in New England or Philadelphia, so lose-lose. Well, it's it's a win for not living in Philly, but... Um... Yeah, that's yeah, good point. <laughs> but yeah, I I, you know... I quote unquote watched it in the way that, you know, I had it up while I was doing other things and would occasionally look, um, you know, one, one thing that was great was, uh, seeing Jack and Burke again. I was like, oh yeah, Hey, they exist. They, uh, they, of course, you know, we're not traveling for a road game. Obviously it's a road preseason game, but. Man, I oh, hope. Yeah, I hope. I hope Nesson is able to find a way to actually send them to the road games this year. Because you know, last Didn't they year start to at the end of the year. I th- I think for some of them they did, but he was definitely there in the playoff games. Yes, we don't remember those games in Carolina. We don't. We don't talk about them. I don't think that happened personally. <laughs> yeah, definitely didn't. Yeah, um, but I mean, yeah, I'm a. Hopefully they continue that trend. You know, it's not like Bruins organization is lacking money. They're not paying Felino that much. Um, but 
yeah, sometimes, sometimes when you had Jack and Brick on the road, we complained about this like during this during last season. It was just uh, not not the best, and I I still remember that time. Uh, I think they were playing. The Bruins were in Seattle, yep. and like there was a fire alarm in the Nesson we studio. We exit the building. <laughs> yeah, they were just like, uh, so we have to exit the building. Uh, we'll be sending you to the other feed. I'm like, what? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> but, hey. Good times. I will say. Good times. Everyone, everyone was okay, and that became kind of funny. So, because of that. Um, but as, as for the actual uh, preseason game that happened you know nothing too too notable uh Bruins had I mean of the regulars you basically had DeBrusque, Nosick, Steen, Felino, Wagner if you can call him a regular from last year, Stadnika, yeah. you know same sort of situation there and Zaboral. Uh Zaboral everyone seemed to be praising the few times i was intently watching he looked pretty good which i mean yeah that's good that's what you want you know you're also playing a bunch of fringe nhlers anyways um beecher had you know some nice plays it's not like anyone really stood out from the forward group Locko had a goal which was nice to see um but there really wasn't much that was too too notable if if i'm being honest like even even when we get to the like preseason games where you start to see okay Bergeron, Pasternak, Krejci, Hall, McAvoy, those guys start to play, it's kind of still likely gonna feel like this anyways, where it's kind of just you know everyone trying to remember oh yeah wait this is how we play hockey, hit puck in net, but uh we'll see. <laughs> Uh, other than that, like in that, the Bruins had Keith Kincaid and Kyle Kaiser, who's literally just going to be like the Providence duo, likely, anyways. So they both did well, but I mean, they lost to the Flyers. I don't know scraps. Artem Anisimov is apparently a Flyer. That was like the one thing that stood out to me. And uh-huh. also, Bruins legend Troy Grosnick was in net for the Flyers. Oh, so. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, speaking of Stadnika, real quick, did you see the uh, story about him in the Athletic the other day? Uh, I don't think so. Well, there's Bruins Jack Stadnika resets after tough 2021-2022, but waivers possibility looms. You know, just talking about him and whatnot. And then this is a quote that kind of stood out to me. Uh, he said. I'll be honest, there were days last year when I'd wake up, and it sounds bad, I'm playing in the NHL, and I didn't even really want to go to the rink. This year, I woke up without an alarm, ready to go, excited. I'm just happy to be here. Hmm. Kinda, kinda reminiscent of, you know, I I can't say, oh yeah, completely similar, but reminiscent of what you heard DeBrusque talk a lot about in the, uh, I guess the bubble mm-hmm. year, or not even the, yeah, the bubble year. Right? Uh, the yeah, the 56-game season. Yeah, DeBrus talked about that a lot there. I also have one more quote. From then, him. Oh, okay. Then kind of 
kind of brought it back, you know, last, well, okay, he definitely brought it back last season. Maybe, maybe Stadnik could do the same. What's the, what's the other quote? <clears throat> it was nice, said Stadnico, and asked if he felt more comfortable with Montgomery than Cassidy. Jim said it was a pleasure to meet me. Just to hear that gives you confidence that you're wanted here. Whereas in the past, I don't know if that was really the message. I'm just really looking forward to it. Hmm. Yeah. You can say all the right things. You can, you know, say, oh, maybe I was slighted a couple times. Uh, it's time for you to show it. Yes. On the ice. Please. I mean, yeah, please show it. Everyone wants you to. I don't know. I mean, I don't know and how I mean, much I'm going to read into the the coaching comments, yeah. you know. like Yeah, in, in Cassidy's defense, too, like, he's trying to coach to win a Stanley Cup. Like, yes. And no offense to Stadnika, but he's not exactly, like, established at the NHL level, so maybe he yeah. wasn't so... Which, I mean, that's not to say, oh, well, don't even give him the time of day because he's not an NHL regular, but... He needs to uh he needs to take control of his opportunities and you know, maybe there's more of a hands on approach here with Montgomery. But hey, they lost yes uh yesterday, so you know what? Season's over. Yeah, it's it's chalked. Fire Montgomery, he's done. Yeah. Brought nothing last Great night. Pasta? I mean Poshnok absolutely invisible on the score sheet. Literally cannot find him. Typical. <laughs> Don't even re-sign him. Let him go to free agency. Trade him for a conditional seventh from the Leafs. He knows. Um. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like we've been we've been saying this every year for the last three years with Stadnika. It's gonna be his year. Uh, not even it's gonna be his year. It's his year to stick in the NHL. <laughs> yeah, it better be. Yeah, it's more just like. <laughs> Okay, at some point. you gotta, like, you gotta do it now. And then the next year comes, like, okay, any any minute. But now I feel like, especially having the coaching change, mm -hmm. this is this is his year to prove if, if yeah. he's gonna make and it or not. I didn't know he was even gonna be potentially waivers eligible. So, mm. you better hope... <laughs> Better hope he can stick, cause well, we better hope he can stick, because if he uh, he can go somewhere else, watch he'll go somewhere else and it'll be good. Oh yeah, well, That's... I don't know. Yeah, okay, so the always... first year is a two-way deal, though he would need to go through waivers to be sent to Providence. Okay, so well, <laughs> so maybe he's the thirteenth forward to start the year. They don't want to lose him. Oh gosh! Now, another guy uh, in a completely different situation, uh, different spot in his career. That we've kind of seen talk about uh, Chris Wagner. You know, he yeah. spent basically all the last year in Providence, then was brought up at the like end of the year for those like final few games, or I think just the final game. Um. There's been some talk of him maybe making an impact, but I don't know. Like he played, yeah, he played four games with the Bruins uh, last year. Obviously in fourth line, in a fourth line role, but like mm -hmm. not like That's a lot of bodies for that bottom six. Yeah, and 
I feel like it's probably still better to be going with guys like Steen. Yeah. You just like you just feel like Steen brings more energy than Wagner does. Um certainly has a higher offensive ceiling, I will say. I would <laughs> It's not a high bar by any <laughs> means, but <laughs> uh <laughs> I don't know. Wagner, yeah, Wagner had eight hits uh, in last night's game. Felino had Physicality, six. Grit. Yep. Really hope. Did you notice Beecher at all? I I noticed him. Um, I thought he was like all right. <laughs> Didn't sound too promising. Well, no, like I thought he was all right. Like I honestly, I noticed him more than I saw Lysel. Um, but. I mean, I mean, I know there's been talk, you know, maybe Beecher and Lysel, you know, either one of them challenge for a spot. I, I'm i still under the assumption that both of them are starting in Providence, at least yeah. starting in Providence, because, I mean, obviously it was their first preseason game, literally their first quote-unquote, you know, NHL-level game, although I guess Beecher played in Providence last year, but yeah, he played nine games. Um, but Didn't Lysel too? No? Thought he can't. Thought he. Okay, no, he didn't. No. I don't, I don't know why I thought he did. Never mind. No, just Beecher. But I don't know. It's it's funny because it's just like it's not like they're really fighting for insane spots in the lineup either, right? Because you you got yeah. your top six. You know what those lines are when everyone's healthy. With no Marshawn to start year, the year, yeah, it's a bit of a different story. But you're me. kind of, you're kind of assuming it's just going to be, well, you it's Bergeron, yeah. Zaka, and Debrask on the top line. So I'm kind of excited to see Zaka with Bergeron. I won't lie. I wish it wasn't at the expense of Marshan, but hey, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also saw some like Devils fans, you know, completely cursing him out. Like I've seen literally. I've literally never seen a Devils fan uh, say a positive thing about him, especially since the trade happened. But well, for I've really never seen a Devils fan say anything positive in general. Yeah, that's also fair. <laughs> uh, just a forewarning: uh, Aaron Judge has come to the plate uh, this inning. So, oh yeah. Um, if I get excited, it's because Aaron Judge hit his sixty-first home run. But yeah, keyword if. Happen. Big big keyword. But if it but. does happen. Then uh, it's then your reaction's recorded. So there we go. Just make sure yeah. to not have your mic peak insanely hard. Oh, I'm gonna intentionally do that then. Oh God. Uh, all right. I think I think that is Should all. Should we talk about something important here? Uh, yes. The Dan Chara? Yeah, yeah. What about him? He's a Bruin again. Well. He was a Bruin again. For a day. <laughs> Just for a little day uh, in a press conference. I think I think we kind of surprised. Oh. I was gonna say kinda surprised he actually retired. I don't know. You oh, yeah. I completely respect that he he, you know he said in his press conference that he thinks he could still play, but he wants to be with his family, which hey. Good for him. I just can't wait for that jersey retirement. Yeah, that's gonna be legendary. People are saying, "Oh, have him and Rask on the same night." It's like, "Oh my God, did Judge get it?" Oh. 
he didn't get it. Almost to the warning track. All right, I'm sad. <laughs> okay. Anyways. But, yeah, I saw people saying, oh, do him and Rask on the same night. It's like, uh, no. no. Why would you do that? Give them their own special night. Yeah. But... Plus, it's better to uh, sell more tickets to different games because you have a headliner for several of them. All about that bottom line. Pretty much when you're the Jacobs. <laughs> uh, um... But yes, besides the besides the money side of Chara in a retirement ceremony, um, what a career! Like, and yeah, some would say historic. Yeah, maybe just a little. Like it's insane. Two thousand and six to twenty twenty, Chara with the Bruins. He really, you know. We definitely talked about it a lot when, you know, he ended up signing with the Caps and how much he meant to the Bruins. But that, I mean, Game 5, 2019, that that ovation for him wearing the full bucket, having the literal broken jaw, still absolutely insane. Yeah, that was... Incredible. Then just imagine, though. Yeah, I was going to say, imagine that ovation, lifting the cup with that broken jaw. That's why they didn't win because he knew it'd just be too awkward with a broken jaw. He couldn't scream. He'd yeah. be so happy. He just decided, okay, makes sense. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, why else would they have lost? Respect. Yeah, they just and you know, Chara felt bad. He was like, you know what, Ryan O'Reilly, I don't mind you. Dr. go ahead. You can you can go have this one. I I've already got one in you know my career. You can you can have this one. You know which I think is a really nice and noble effort. And I just saw you send uh the uh J Fresh like Chara's uh percentile card from 2010. A hundred percent war. <laughs> Jesus. 95% offense, 95% defense. Yeah, the thing people don't remember is that he was a weapon offensively, too. <laughs> he he would he literally just for... shoot the puck 100 miles an hour. Casually. Yeah. Or dance like a ballerina. Oh, come on. Yeah, it's going to be have 100 sad. penalty minutes like every year. <laughs> yeah, if you if I'm looking well, at his career well, line, he started, you know, his first <laughs> season with the Islanders 1998-99 by the way. Um Oh, actually no, sorry. His first season, that was his first full season. His first season was 97-98 with the Islanders. He had 50 penalty minutes in 25 games. He had 83 and 59, then 57 and 65. And then he goes on to have 157, 156, 116, 147, 132, 135, 100, and 114. Then he did kind of slow down on that, but Jesus Christ. Like, eight straight years of 100-plus penalty minutes. He finished, he finished his career with 2,085 penalty minutes. Wow, now we need someone to turn on. Uh, Chara has spent X amount of his life in the penalty box. Oh, yeah. 
God, he's... It's insane. Just 45. And honestly, like, you could make an argument that he could have fit in on a third pair somewhere and, like, still been effective, re like, relatively. Yeah. Which is incredible. I mean... Like you just said, 45, 45 years old, six foot nine, two fifty. Yeah, it's just incredible. And it's uh, from a from a Bruins perspective, you know, the the reason Chara didn't resign was because, hmm. you know, they were trying to bring in comical the young defenseman, which was basically, I mean, it was Lazan and Zaboral, but it was mainly Lazan at that point, especially because Zaboral hasn't had great injury luck. And, you know, Lazan wasn't even on the team this past year because he went to Seattle, you know. And Saboral's sure. probably going to be, well, he's probably, he should be making the team, I would assume, at least at the start of the year. And then challenging for that, like, fifth, sixth defenseman spot. But I'm, I'm, still, I'm still mad at them getting rid of him in that scenario. Just didn't didn't make sense and then they beat him in the playoffs yeah. poor guy like come on uh, um I remember that cap series and there's Dano Chara caps from the Bruins for 14 years it's like thank you you only told us that 450 times before well and they told us that eight times in or I guess seven in seven games during the regular season when the Bruins played the caps too yeah, that was that was fun. Yeah, that schedule that like time... schedule made Char sense. They had to do it, but oh my yeah. god, that was brutal watching seven games against the same teams. <laughs> and then there's that one night when Chara returned to Boston and then they were talking about Chara, then they say And after this break we'll hear from former Bruin Tori Krug. And it's like, <laughs> Oh my god, what a horrible night. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, there aren't enough positive adjectives to describe Chara and his career, and you know, makes you wonder if in a couple of years. I know he said he doesn't want to right now, but takes a job within the organization or you know, just something like that. But Chara for GM, it wouldn't couldn't be much worse. Anyways, <laughs> I I don't think it could be worse, but. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and also, that wasn't the only retirement of the day. No, there was, like, three defensemen in that one day. Wow, all legends. Well... Uh, P.K. Subban, I was kind of surprised about. I didn't... Yeah, that... I mean... I thought he was going to be the defenseman on a PTO with the Bruins. Yeah, actually. I mean, I kind of wanted them to be. That would have been, like, yeah, that really cool. <laughs> you just said it can't get worse. Can't get worse than Clifton. Oh, Much yeah. worse. You know, it could get worse. But, but yeah, uh, P.K. Subban, I mean, 33 years old, like, he's he's not the same as he once was in, like, you know, t the, probably, like, 2013, 14, 15 that season, or that range, but... He was so dynamic. Kind of, you know, his career kind of... Kind of took a out. took a dip. Once he, well, I guess his last year in Nashville wasn't too great, and then, then he ended up on the Devils, which, I mean, it's not like anyone's going to do too too well there, anyways. But 
wasn't great. I don't, yeah. you know, I really don't think that this wasn't a, oh, he's, he can't play hockey anymore. Uh, yeah. I... Like, he definitely could have signed, you know, a million, two million somewhere. It's probably mm-hmm. you got TNT and ESPN going, hey, you want to, yeah, you want to come you do this permanently here because he's probably going to make more money there than, you know, league men. Uh, yeah, I like, saw something where he has like a podcast coming or something. Yeah, I know or he's a show or something. Yeah, I, I do remember seeing something about that. He is just an analyst on ESPN right now anyways, like because that's what yeah, he there's some ESPN show he's starting to, I think. I can't remember yeah. who it's with. Uh, NHL will produce a new show with P.K. Subban called P.K.'s Places, the hockey version of NFL's Peyton Places, Peyton's Places. Uh, production begins this fall, regardless of, well, this was before he retired, regardless of his playing status and is expected to hit the air in May 2024. That's a long way away. Holy Jeez. crap. What's, what's the point of, like, well, I guess it's based on, you know, depends on what it's actually about but like say if it's about current things happening what's the point of producing it and then releasing it two years later well a year and a half later yeah that might a- anyway i don't i don't know don't ask questions we're not ready yeah pretty much but i mean those one-timers and slap shots Supan could unleash haunt me to this day <laughs> yeah <laughs> that 2014 playoff series versus montreal what was uh, game three that when he got out of the penalty box had a breakaway on Rask and oh my god that was electric but anyways and the other defenseman that retired that day Keith Yandel it's a really like really weird career for Keith Yandel because you know he played for Phoenix when they were Phoenix, first off, uh, for like eight years. Yeah, for literally eight years, went to the Rangers for two and then was in Florida for the last five years and then played last year with Philly. Um, and he had the uh, well, he has the NHL record Ironman streak, 989 consecutive games. He he would have been able to get to. Well, if he if he played this season, he would have been able to get to a thousand. If Mike Yeo didn't randomly scratch him, even though the Flyers were absolute garbage uh, last year, anyways. <laughs> but yeah, really, really weird career for him. Probably didn't get as much um, attention as he should have. Because he was kind of just playing for Phoenix in like the early 2010s, had a 59 point season in 2010-11. Like, wow, a lot of good things happened in 2010-2011. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what could that possibly be uh, be referencing? Um, I don't know. I mean, even then, geez, 18-19, uh, he had 62 points in 82 games with the Panthers. Yeah. At, what, age 32? Hey, he could still do it. Even in, I mean, 19, 20, 45, and 69, that's not awful. Yeah. Oh, must have been a uh, 
fall off this last year. I know a lot of people are saying that he was brutally awful past season, but but also hey, the Flyers the, uh... were also you know brutally are... awful. So yeah, yeah, that doesn't help too much. No, I guess not. Um, other than that, we can hop to, to well, hop back to Bruins specifically. Um, speaking of Coyotes and Panthers and Rangers, the Bruins signed Anton Strawman to a PTO. Um, just sort of another, you know, veteran guy, right shot. I I am assuming if they're signing him to a PTO, he's like he's probably going to end up, you know, getting like a leagueman type deal. Yeah. Um, they just kind of need right shot guys with, with McAvoy being hurt. Yeah. Um, cause really you have Carlo Clifton and I know Zaboral's going to be playing the right side, but you kind of still need insurance behind that. So yeah, you need a body. Yeah. You kind of just need guy. Cause other than that, if you look in Providence, you got, Ryan Mast, Kai Wisman, Victor Berglund, and Connor Carrick. Connor Carrick will maybe be playing a oh, few well. games this season. Um, but other than that, yeah, you kind of you kind of need another guy. And I mean, at this point in his career, Anton Strawman is kind of just guy. But I, I don't even think... seen what his player card looked like uh, last year. I don't think it's I don't think great. Even posted it. I think I think I saw it at one point. Let me see here. I got it up. Uh, what's his name? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's Let's the name see. of the dude we're talking about? <laughs> yeah, I, I blanked for a second. All right, that's great. It's it's glitching. Still showing me Keandre Miller. Okay. Well, his even strength offense was seventy three percent. His even strength defense was nine percent. Oh. And now we have to see what was Clifton's. Well, what was his overall war? 27%. Okay. Yeah. Clifton was 63% with his even strength defense, 89%, and offense, 11%. So. That but then you can system? get into the argument of uh, having a pairing of like Forbert and Strawman kind of the opposites of each other, maybe then, if you judge by maybe. the numbers alone. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, you need a body. That's for sure. Yeah, you you need guys, and Anton Strawman is guy. Assuming healthy, because then he'll have nine NHL defensemen. Uh, waivers but, or but the Bruins, but you know, they're never healthy. They're so. never going to be healthy, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Strawman Strawman will be on the top pair at some point this season. And you know, there will be the Jack Sean first pairing game too. Oh yeah, no, it's that. going to be a Sean Strawman actually. First, oh my first god, era. can we please? Like, seriously? <laughs> There's no reason not to. I mean, that might be that might be the next preseason game or something, but you never Honestly, know. Honestly, do it. Hey, why not? Put a Sean with the veteran, like, uh, Strawman? Do it. Okay. Um, next up... Hey, if Nick Foligno can play on the first line in the preseason, oh anything's possible. Yeah, it was funny seeing the power play. It was like Saboro, DeBrusque, Lysel, Beecher, Foligno. <laughs> Just like these four younger, oh like offensively inclined players. 
Nick Foligno. Rip. Yeah. Um, but other was, than that... What was just vibes per 60 yesterday? Oh, it was like off the charts. Oh my Bruins God. might have lost, but he brought the vibes. So I think Felino's underpaid. Oh God, that's okay. that's something to take out of context. Perfect. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Brad Marchand uh, is still aiming for late November return. That was just one of the little notes I had. So everything seems to be on track, which is good. Um, the Bruins announced their jersey sponsor, which. All right, it it looks fine. It's not atrocious. It's not good, but I really didn't Let's expect any of them to be good. Remember. I can't remember the name of the company. Honestly, I think that's great. <laughs> if I can't remember, I oh, mean, yeah. I'd never seven. Sure, I'd never heard of them. Assuming because yeah, it's just like is. an American company or Boston, or at least like a Massachusetts company, like local there. But I don't know. Hey. It it didn't look awful on the jersey. It wasn't. All right. So Rapid7 is a cybersecurity company with its headquarters in Boston. Uh... Emily said that the real estate on his on our original six sweater is a sacred space. Hmm. Not sacred enough to let you not put Nick. Well, Foligno... you... You know, and they for four million a year. <laughs> Anyways, they they gotta hire the cybersecurity company to protect the sacred space, and so, you know, they gotta just God. put them right on, right on that sacred space. There you go, <laughs> sacred space, whatever. Um, <laughs> it's just such a weird thing to say about a sports jersey. Like, what do you? Come on. Um. Wow, what are you trying to say? Are you trying to say it's not sacred? Uh, yes. Wow. All right. All right. Uh next up, another another small thing. Uh Zach Senishin signed a PTO with the Devils. You know, he's gonna he's gonna play some hockey. He certainly. We'll see how we'll see how his hockey how his hockey goes. <laughs> uh and a decent hockey player named Nathan McKinnon signed an eight-year, $12.6 million deal. 12.6 Und- per. Underpaid? And, yeah, still kind of feels underpaid. I mean, he's he's now the highest-paid player in NHL history. Um, you know, just barely beating McDavid, but I think at this point we can you also say McDavid inflation. is underpaid. Yeah. Uh, so... When uh when the cap goes up significantly and it will and when McDavid's that contract cool. expires, he's gonna be getting like twenty. And he's gonna be a Bruin for it too. Sure. Let me dream, okay? I don't have much else. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh speaking I don't of... have much else going past this year. <laughs> speaking of the else. Uh any anything to say about baseball? The Yankees, other than Judge being Aaron the Judge only story the there. Triple crown. Okay. He's going to win the Triple Crown. Um, uh, I guess he's never going to hit another home run. He's gotten like 20-something plate appearances without a home run. Very rare for him. <laughs> um, no, I'm just excited to see in what way they lose in the playoffs this year. I'm really looking forward to it. 
As you can tell, we think nothing but positive about our sports teams. <laughs> and, I mean, in terms of the Jays, they kind of just been doing the same old thing. I mean, Bichette had, like, an insane run. I don't know if that was before we last recorded or after, but he had an insane run of actually yeah. hitting homers. Jays are... I think their magic number is four to clinch the playoffs. And they have the next series are Yankees, which starts tomorrow. Then it's the Red Sox. Then it's the Orioles, which uh, are going to end the season one way. I can't believe like baseball playoffs are actually right around the corner. Like it's this yeah. month. I don't know if I'm the only one on this one, but this month just flew by. Oh, yeah. School obviously helps with that, but. I like the calendar switched September, I blinked, and here we are a week away from from October. But hey, baseball's fun. Albert Pujols, seven hundred, huh? Oh yeah, that was that. nuts. You see the fan who caught it left with the ball. <laughs> he, yeah, makes you wonder like, how much he's gonna get for it. I mean, for him, right? You know, better than. I don't know, like, you could have you could have met with Pujols, you know, done sort of anything, but he's could have let him probably, look at the ball, at least. Probably gonna make, um, probably six figures from that if he's auctioning it at any point, so hey, <laughs> you know, he made a choice. He made um, a business decision. Yeah, maybe. Then you got the guy who hit, who, uh, hit, who caught Judge's 60th just wanted to sign baseball for his friends and a signed bat. It's fine yeah. with it. It's like, yeah, funny the polar opposites you can get. But obviously, it's kind of different, though, because yeah, like, the second judge hits 61, like, the second he hits 61, that ball's worth zero, so. Yeah. <sighs> and good, also, good, 700 good versus, you know, 700 career well, is kind of a bit more. There when he's 45. Okay. While he's playing for the Giants. Oh! Stop. Don't, don't. Don't even think about it. Hey, you never know. Um. By the way, uh, Manoa, he's pretty good, huh? Oh, yeah. I don't like him, but he's good. <laughs> How dare you? He's not going to pitch against the Yankees this week, right? He just pitched, like, yesterday or something? Uh, yeah, he sh- Yeah, you should be dodging him. Yes! As Sorry. far as I know. Yeah. I actually think the Yankees have hit him pretty well this year. I can't remember. Maybe may, maybe I'm only remembering like one star where he gave a couple of runs and I'm thinking that's <laughs> Yeah, next start Friday against the Red Sox. So there you go. Well, there's there's another six innings of shutout baseball, if not more. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> um other than that I mean I had football written down. I guess Dak has gotten hurt since we last recorded. Obviously, how how are you how you feeling about that one? I was very surprised to see them beat the Bengals. I know their offensive line is still a turnstile, despite all the money they spent on uh, offensive linemen. But hey, Cooper Rush might be the best quarterback in the league. Sure, okay, I was joking, but <laughs> but no, I mean, I. Going into the season, I wasn't expecting a whole lot from the Cowboys because, you know, Jerry Jones exists. But <laughs> so now I'm just along for the ride. Whatever happens, happens. 
If you have to cheer for the tank, you'll cheer for the tank. Yeah, especially because with the cap space they'll have next year, who knows what they could add around maybe a good first-round pick. I don't want them to lose, but I'm just saying it's not the end of the world if they don't uh, don't win this year. And it is pouring at Yankee Stadium, so a rain delay is inevitable. So Nice. Just call it. It's the bottom of the six. The Yanks up one nothing. Just call it. Who are they playing? Red Sox. Oh, yeah, that game's over. Uh, speaking of uh, Boston, kind of, uh, Mac Jones is believed to Ooh. have suffered a high ankle sprain. Yeah. That was, which... Did you see the picture of him yeah. getting carried down the stairs? That sucks. Yeah. Missed time, potentially had to IR. Um, the Packers play the Pats next week. Oh, yep, lucking out. Typical. Sure. I'm taking the Patriots still. Honestly. Just to show how... Okay, I'm not going to be rude towards Mac Jones. He's injured. All right. Anyways. Um, I mean, the, Pack, the Packers today against the Bucks. I have no idea how they won that game. I mean, it was basically just Rodgers and Brady throwing to Walmart workers. But, hey, Packers won, barely. <laughs> and that's what counts. So. I guess so, huh? Lions are the best team in that division. True. That's just true. Um, shall we hop to questions then? Yes, please. There's two. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jaden asked, "Why does Nick Foligno?" He's Nick Foligno. There's no stopping him. You can only hope to avoid him. Nick Foligno is inevitable. Yeah. He arrives we all the same. Um, and uh, last one, uh, Tyler. Oh, he changes that to at Big Sieg Dog. Uh, asked, are you <laughs> expecting Beecher to get some playtime in the regular season? At Michigan last year, he was a third line center, but like throw a hit. It'd be cool to finally see him in a lineup. Well, I already answered this earlier when I said it's the Bruins. Everyone gets hurt. Yeah. So, yeah, probably. Yeah, I think. He's gonna he's gonna get time because there's gonna be injuries. There's gonna be spots to open up. Um, yeah. I don't think he's getting. Up. Plus, when the Bruins run away with the Atlantic, they're gonna need to rest some guys towards the end of the year. Oh yeah, I mean that's just that's just a given. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, it can like... be hopeful and you know not at all um, realistic. Yeah, of course. Well, there's there's no other state to be in, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, he'll he'll get in. He's not probably gonna have a permanent spot this year, but hey, you never know if uh, spots open up if Frederick does anything. So we'll see. Um. Other than that, assuming you have nothing else to add, I've said too much already. <laughs> then we can end it here. Uh, we're likely gonna be back some point middle of next week maybe wednesday night thursday night something like that you know obviously once the season starts it'll be a bit more frequent uh but still just with like preseason games kind of not thinking that it's desperate to be recording instantly right after those end or anything like that because you know they're uh they're not gonna be too important but hey you never know (laughs) 
if someone gets hurt in, hurt in the game, and then maybe maybe they become a bit more important. But let's let's knock on wood. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, if you've made it this far, thank you for listening. Uh, as always, you know, be safe, be smart, and hey, just remember, hockey's back. <laughs>